Hi, I'm Bill Gord. I'm a storyteller, and I'm here with Saraswati, who is a Veena player, an Indian instrument. We're here to tell a story, a folktale from India, as a matter of fact. This folktale is called Grandmother Rabbit and the Elephant King. We hope you enjoy it. Here we go. in the highlands there was a pond and around that pond lived a lot of rabbits the rabbits pond and the rabbits love their pond they love their pond they like hopping around they like playing near the edge of the water and one thing that they liked that was their very favorite thing was they loved at the end of the day after the sun went down, they loved to watch the moon rise in the skies. And they would gather together all around the pond. Imagine all those rabbits around the pond. And why did they gather around the pond as the moon climbed into the sky? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. They wanted and loved to watch the reflection of the moon. For they could see it in the water. When the water was still, they could see the moon. And it was like it was resting there, making the night peaceful and calm. And it made them feel peaceful and calm, these rabbits. They love the moon. They love the pond. And that's what they did night after night after night. The moon resting on the pond. Now we know about the rabbit's pond. Let me tell you about another pond. It was not in the highlands. It was down, down, down. And this pond was also quite a wonderful pond. And the animals that lived nearby, elephants. They also loved their ponds. But they played a little differently. These big, big elephants. They like to stomp around in the pond. They like to spray their water and give each other showers and make their great trumpeting sounds. <laughs> These elephants playing in their pond Day after day after day, 
praying and trumpeting and showering and drinking. And this is how it was. And every year, the monsoon rains would come and fill up the ponds. But in the year of this story, the rains did not come. And so, the elephant's pond began to go down. They were spraying their water but there was not rain falling from the sky to fill up the pond again. No, no, no. And the elephants said, surely the rain will come. It always comes. But the rain did not come. What will we do, King Elephant? What will we do, said the other elephants. What will we do? Look, our pond is getting too low. It's gonna, it's gonna disappear. We're not gonna even have a pond. And the elephant king thought about it and the elephant king got an idea. And that idea was to find a new pond. So, he picked one of the elephants and said, you go to the east and find us a pond. And so that elephant took off. And the king thought about it a little bit and said, wait, you know, we've got one going to the east, but we can't take any chances. We've got to find a pond. So he said to another elephant, you go to the south and find us a pond. And he said to another elephant, you go to the west and find us a pond. And he said to another one, you go to the north and find us a pond. And he said to the rest of the elephants, one of them will find a pond. I'm certain, I'm certain. And they waited, waited, and they waited. Here comes the elephant from the east. All the elephants look. Sure enough, here comes the one from the east, the one that set out first. Any luck? The big elephant shaking his head. I had no luck. I just thought I should come back to tell everyone no pond going to the east. Oh. They waited waited and waited. Oh, here comes the one from the south. Look, here she comes. Any luck? And she shook her head and she said, no, no ponds, no ponds. Not one pond. And I thought I should come back. And they waited. And they waited. Oh, here comes the one from the West. Oh, any luck? Yeah, yeah. No, 
shaking his head, no locks. And they waited, and their water was almost gone now, almost all gone. And here, here comes the one from the north, our last chance. Any luck? Yes. Yes. You said yes to the north. Yes, up in the highlands. Up in the highlands. Can you show us the way, said the elephant king? Yes, I made a marks, marks all along the way. I can lead us there. Let's go. So the elephant set out up to the highland. See this pond. Finally, finally. And it took them all day to get up there. It was late in the afternoon when they came up the hill and over the hill and they saw the pond. And you know whose pond it was. Oh, yes. The rabbit's pond. And it was getting towards the end of the day, so the rabbits were going down near the water to gather and wait. Wait for the moon. But they did not have time to wait. Because here come the elephants, here come the elephants, here come the elephants, stomping, stomping, stomping. They did not notice the rabbits at all. They knocked them to one side and to another side. They did not look this way or that way. They just looked at the water and they crashed into the water and started spraying in the water. And those rabbits went flying here and there and here and there and here and there into the mud and up in the air. And those poor sad rabbits finally made their way up the hill, up the hill, up the hill, up the hill, above the pond and looked back. And there was their pond in the late afternoon sun. And the elephants were spraying water high in the air and showering each other and muddying up the water and stomping around on the sides of the pond. And the rats were crying. The elephants were laughing, having a great time. And the rabbits watched and watched. And finally, the sun started to go down. And so the elephants came out of the pond. And they were so feeling so good. And they went back into the forest to find a place to rest. The rabbits were up on their hill looking down at their messy, must-up pond. Oh. Oh. And then the rabbits heard a voice. His grandmother rabbit. She was the wise one. What, grandmother? What are you saying? She said, I have an idea. I have an idea to get our pond back. Really? What are you going to do? 
Grandmother, are you going to fight the elephants? No, I'm not going to fight the elephants. No. You'll speak. And they watched. And she said, wait, they. And she hopped down the hill. She went by the pond and into the forest where the elephant had gone. And she hopped a little ways, and there was an elephant guard. And the elephant guard said, stop. Who are you? And she said, I'm a messenger from the moon. And the moon is angry. And I came to speak with the elephant king. Oh, the moon sent you? Yes, that's what I said. And the guard said, go right ahead. That way. And she hopped on. And she went a little ways. And there was another guard. Halt. Where are you going? I'm a messenger from the moon. I came to speak to your people. The moon is angry. Moon is angry? You're here? Yes, I said I'm the messenger from the moon. Okay, the king is over there under the banyan tree. And she looked over, and sure enough, the king was there under the glorious tree. And the king looked over and saw the grandmother rabbit and said, What, what are you doing here? And she said, I'm a messenger from the moon. <laughs> the elephant king said, really? What? What? You have a message? If you're a messenger, you must have a message. You have a message from the moon? You know the moon? Yes, I do. You see, we live high up in the highlands. We're closer to the moon. The moon speaks to us. And the moon is angry. Because, see, you know you were just in a pond just now? Oh, yes, we loved it. We were spraying and stomping around. That is the moon's pond. And the moon is not happy at all. And that pond, the guardians of that pond, the moon's pond, are rabbits. And you knocked the rabbits here and there and here and there and into the mud and up on the hill. And the moon is angry. You cannot treat the guardians of the moon's pond that way. You should not treat any living creatures that way. Well, we didn't really see any. You, you mean there were rabbits along? You they went all over the place. Well, I didn't see any. Well, is, is the moon still angry? Yes. The moon is very angry. Trying to calm down, resting on the pond right now. Well, do, do you think I could go speak to the moon? Maybe, maybe I can make things right. Well... 
I guess so. Well, well, show me the way. Follow me, she said. So the elephant king followed Grandmother Rabbit back the path that she had been on, back towards the pond. And by now, you know the moon was high in the sky. And so down on the pond, was a beautiful round reflection of the moon right in the middle of the pond. So she pointed at the pond. Elephant King did not look up into the sky, just saw the reflection of the moon and thought the moon was lying there on the water. You see, there's the moon, you see, trying to calm down. Oh. Oh, my. We really did. That was terrible, I guess, what we did. Do you think the moon will, will forgive us? I don't know. You better go speak to the moon about that. Okay, I'll go in. I'll go into the water. You think that's what I should do? I guess so. You go into the water and get a little closer so you can talk to the moon. Okay, and I'll, I'll tell her that we'll leave. We'll leave in the morning and we'll find a new pond and but there we'll watch out for anything that's nearby. We'll be more careful. Do you think the moon would like that? She said, Well, I don't know. You better go and find out. And so the great elephant king went into the water. And its big body in the water started the water moving into waves. That picked up the reflection of the moon. And the rabbit started calling from the side. Look, Elephant King, look, the moon is angry. Look, it's jumping up and down. Look, it's jumping up and down. It's angry. You're getting it more upset. And the elephant said, I'm sorry, moon. I'm sorry, moon. I'm sorry, moon. I'm sorry, moon. Look, it's getting more upset. King, it's getting more upset. No. And it kept getting closer. The elephant went towards the middle of the pond. I'm sorry. And the moon, look, the moon is getting with you. King, elephant, king, you better come back. And the elephant king backed out of the water. And the rabbit said, Shh. And the elephant king was still. And the rabbit was still. And they listened to the sound of the water getting calm. And the moon looked again like it was just peacefully floating in the middle of the pond. And the elephant king said, we will leave tomorrow and went back into the forest 
The grandmother rabbit hopped up to all the other rabbits. And she said, I think we've taken care of the problem. Just rest here tonight and watch for the morning. And in the morning, the sun came up. And the elephant king led the other elephants right past the pond, down through the forest, until they found another pond where they could take care of whoever was there. And the rabbits looked at their ponds. And they were happy to have their pond back. And all day they played around the pond all day long. Nighttime came and the sun went down. And they made their big circles around the pond. As the moon rose, up into the sky, higher, higher, higher. Until that big moon shining right down on the middle of the pond, its reflection in the very middle. Like it was just resting there. The rabbits listened to the resting moon. Grandmother Rabbit and the Elephant King, a folktale from India. So, Sarah, that was wonderful playing. Thank you, Bill. I enjoyed the spontaneous process of, you know, just improvising while you're storytelling. So, it's... Yeah, I think that's part of the magic of what, you know, both the, the way that you play a, a form that's based in improvisation and the way I tell stories, which is also 
improvising stories, and they're both structures, but they're also improvisations. But before we get to that, tell us a little more about you. To be very <laughs> crisp and clear, my name is Saraswati, and I'm a passionate practitioner of the Southern Indian acoustic instrument called Veena. It's the ancestor of the sitar. It's many thousands of years old. Wow. And the form that I have been trained in, it's, called, it's an indigenous form from Southern India. It's called Carnatic music. That's a traditional music of the South. And of course, I have been able to incorporate a lot of other genres as I got into world music as well. So a lot of what I play is a reflection of my creative interpretations to reach out to a cross-cultural audience. It's sort of sharing the universality of the Raga concepts with everyone so that it transcends race, religion, culture, and color. Nice. So did the... Uh how did the ragas inform what you did uh, with this story? Well, yeah, as I heard the story, I was kind of trying to adapt to the mood of the story through ragas. For instance, just, uh, just to give an example, for uh, when you said the moon rose high up, it's sort of you picture the moon and I go... Mm -hmm. So it's just one those major notes that I held. So the so you could get a picture of it's it's kind of still, but it's kind of joyful at the same time. So you kind of experience a bit of a tranquility when you're seeing the moon. So that's what I wanted to reflect there. But when you were trying to say, oh, the elephants were trampling and trumpeting and they were enjoying. So I was giving a little more of a basis or a different raga. I was giving a Hamsadvani raga. Hamsadvani is sort of an upbeat, energetic and cheerful raga, which is the elephants are, they give us a lot of cheer and they play around. So that's the sort of raga I got in there. And Very we, nice. Yeah. And I, I, when you went to the part where there were no rain, it was really dry. I did this. <laughs> so that's sort of a melancholic shubhapanthuarali. That's the raga. It's usually for separation, for sadness, for being lonely. For those are the types of moods in that raga. So when you said it's dry and the elephants are sad, they need to find a lake. So there, that's the mood. So that's how I kind of related your moods with the ragas. And that's another way of uh, looking at the universality of ragas because you are telling a story and I'm just playing the veena, but we are trying to connect through a raga. So you are connecting through the mood of the story, and I'm connecting through the mood of the rock. Any common out. Very nice. Very nice. How, when did you start playing? Well, a very long time ago. When the when you were started. a kid? No, when the rabbits started. No, no. When did you start playing the <laughs> instrument? Like, when you, were you a kid? No, I don't mean like in our story. But when, when did you start playing this instrument? <laughs> no, I, I went a very long time ago. That's what I meant. I'm six years old. <laughs> you started playing when you were six? Yeah. Wow. My mom That's asked good. me to play the Vina. 
Oh, she I did. Lena, that she won in a competition. I come from a lineage of musicians. So she had won it in a competition and she gave it to me. And then I, I, I just said, okay. Well, thank you very much. It has really been a pleasure and, and, uh, a joy to to collaborate with you on this project and uh our listeners i hope will will certainly search you out and hear you play more just on your own and i hope we get to do some more because that was just a treat all around thanks bill i enjoyed the project as well yeah you can find me on saraswatibina.com my instagram handle is at love saraswatibina